Hey, everybody, it's Kai. This is Politics Inside Out. It's me and Andrea Seabrook on the other end of the phone, our Washington bureau chief. Um, uh, Today is going to be so let me be honest with you. Here's what happened. We sat down this morning and we said, well, you know, we could do a second day on the carrier thing or we could do a second day on Mnuchin and Ross. And and then we decided that that was boring. So we're not going to do that. We're going to take today and make it a questions show. Uh, Your questions, our answers. Uh, Andrea, I uh, you get to pick the first question. Ready? Begin. Yeah. You're going to throw it in my lap, but I'm going to throw it Ta-da. right back to yours, oh, you, my oh, friend. Wait. All right. Yep. Okay. Because, uh, let's see, Brian Wenzel, who yes. is Zaks or X-A-K-S, I don't know, on Twitter. Yes. He asked, um, curious as to the upcoming Fed meeting, oh, yeah. do Yellen and the gang raise or stand? And let me just say, mm-hmm. full disclosure, you know way more about the Fed than I do. That's well, why I'm throwing it at one you. One would hope after God knows how many years yes. of this job. Um, so uh-huh. here is the deal about the Fed meeting. It is the 15th and 16th of December. Uh, so here's the deal. The Fed is itching to raise rates. They have been itching to raise rates for uh, at least a year. They've they've raised once in the past, like, uh, eight years, six years, something like that, uh, because the economy has been fundamentally stuck. And Janet Yellen Mm -hmm. came in, and after a bunch of time with Ben Bernanke saying, you know what, we're going to keep rates low and let this economy recover, uh, Dr. Yellen came in and took a look at things and said, you know what, they're not so bad. We're going to start thinking about raising rates, uh, Mm -hmm. depending, depending on what the data says, which is what she says every single freaking time she's asked about it. She says, you know what, we're going to raise if the data says we can raise. It's kind of like I'm going to do what the generals in the field tell me to do. The generals in the field being the economy and and the American consumer, yeah. right? Uh, and, it's and, like a kind. It's a way of saying uh, I'm going to do what's necessary without saying what you're going to do. That, that's that's exactly right. Um, and here's what's going to happen: she's going to look around, and the Fed, uh, the Federal Open Market Committee, is going to have looked around at the American economy the past uh, six weeks since last meeting, whatever it is, and they're going to say, "Well, let's see." Uh, economic growth in the most recent quarter is 3.2% on an annualized basis. They're going to look at the jobs report that we are going to get tomorrow morning, which is going to be 180,000 jobs plus or minus, which is very extremely good and solid. And they're going to say, hmm, the election uncertainty as opposed to the coming political uncertainty, the election uncertainty is behind us. And we are now going to raise rates. And everybody's going to go, oh, my God, the Fed's raising rates. Run away. Beca- because it's been it's been so long in this economy since we've had consistent uh, rate rises. Um, right. and, and everybody's going to go to bananas over what is going to be a quarter of a percentage point raise, right? The, the so federal funds rate is going to go up. Right, 0.25% or, as they say in the trade, 25 basis points. Um, and, and so money is still going to be incredibly cheap, but it will be an important signal from the Fed that they think the economy is sustainably strong, right, which is important, which is what they have not seen to date, because every time we take two steps forward in this economy, it's been one step back for the past six or eight years. So sustainably strong, political uh, uncertainty possibly to come, but election uncertainty mm-hmm. behind us, and uh, we're going to go forward with money just a hair more expensive in this economy, which which is a good thing, right? Because what yeah. what has been happening in this economy the past eight years has not been normal. Normal is when interest rates go up and down, and they have only been down. And so we need to get back to normal. Yeah, yeah. I mean the thing as as somebody who is not able to give the answer you just gave yeah. off the top of my head, my thought is like, okay, so okay, everyone's going to freak out, but but but. Like, what does it mean for me, Kai? Like, does it is oh, this well, going to affect my mortgage? Is it well, eventually? Sure, yeah, it will. It it absolutely will. And 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 here's I don't want to get way too far down in the weeds, but if you look at the ten year Treasury note, 
which mm-hmm. is uh, a benchmark interest rate on uh, bonds issued by the federal government. On Election Day, the yield, that is to say the interest rate that bond paid, was 1.74 percent, extremely low by historical standards, even even uh, recent historical standards. That rate yesterday closed at 2.29 percent, which is to say yes. it has gone up half a percentage point in the past three weeks. Why? Because the market, not the Fed, the market is expecting more money in this economy from the Trump infrastructure plan. It is expecting inflationary pressure in this economy, that is to say, more money in this economy, and therefore that money is getting more expensive. Okay. And and uh, and, and Trump tax cut, corporate tax cuts. And tax, too, right? right. I mean, there's going to be all kinds of fiscal changes. It's uh, not just infrastructure uh, right. and that. It's right. like they're it's, all it's like all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, so yeah. the market has decided rates are going up. And in a way, this will be the Fed catching up to the market. You know, that, so that'll, that'll should, actually be what it is. Catching up to, I see it. The Fed is catching up to the market. And uh, is there any reason, if, what do you mean by everyone's going to freak out? What, what, what does that mean? Is it going to be a giant, like, drop in the markets? Well, or, you know, like, so 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 stocks are going to drop, and then and you're going to actually see the graph, right? And CNBC is going to do a minute-by-minute thing, and the rate announcement is going to come out at, uh, at 1130. Um, Eastern? Uh, Eastern. Uh, 830? No, it's – anyway, the rate, rate announcement is going to come out. <laughs> St- stocks are going to drop a little bit, and then they're going to recover uh, exactly back to where they were. Because the market likes to be psychotic. That that's just it. But but but, but here's what I mean by freak out. Um, money has been so cheap in this economy for so very long. Money is basically free, right? Because one of the ways to think about interest rates is the cost of money. Money has been yeah. free for so long that people and banks and businesses are now going to have to get used to paying a little bit more for their money. So back to your question of what's it going to mean for me? When the mm-hmm. federal funds rate goes up. Interest rates that are based on it go up, which is to say all other interest rates in this economy go up. So your credit card, if you've got an adjustable rate credit card, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. Your car loan is going to be a little bit more expensive. And, and emphasis on the little bit here, right? For now, this is a very small increase. Um, and things are going to be a little bit more expensive in the credit markets. And that's the way it's supposed to be. I'm just, mm-hmm, I'm just telling mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm. you know. Let me get uh, to a, a different question, and it goes to... Uh, I have another question. Well, then fine. You get to go next. Um, <laughs> it, it comes out of it comes out of all the the stories the past day or two about conflict of interest and Carrier and his hotel in Washington. And uh, you know, I could read fifteen Twitter handles, but they all basically say, mm-hmm. "What do we What do we do about this ethics and conflict of interest thing?" Because as the president-elect himself pointed out, conflict of interest laws don't apply to the president of the United States. What do we do? This is what I've been obsessing over. Um, this question from uh, from one of our fine listeners about specifically what the government's office of uh, office of government office of ethics, government ethics, right, right, can do. And it, you know, so I started out thinking, yeah, okay, what could what could they do? Because they do the the OGE, as we wonks say. Um, they do a lot of things. They set the standards. You actually say OGE. <laughs> we do. I know. I know. But listen, you were in the military. Don't uh, talk yes, to me about yes, acronyms. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> um, they they do set a lot of standards across the executive branch, and that is a huge rolling thing, right? All of the agencies you ever think about, all of the, and not just not just the White House, but everything that isn't Congress, right? Um, they set the standards for. Who in which positions have to disclose what kind 
of uh, financial data about Mm -hmm. themselves, conflicts of interest, appearance of conflicts of interest, and so on. And I was thinking, you know, like, actually, maybe these things, you know, apply. They do apply to everyone who works in the White House. The problem is that the head, you know, of the OGE is appointed by the president. Right Right now, it's, um, uh, his last name is Schaub. Yeah. He was appointed by Barack Obama in January of 2013. How's that for hmm. dorkness on my part? It's pretty dork. Um, which means that he, thank you, he, it means that he has one year. One year right. left. He will, this guy will come up probably, I think it's mid or early January 2018. So one year. So wait, does he not serve at the pleasure of the president? It, it's one of the ways in which they... Insulated it. All right, I'm sorry. I know right, they attempted. No, yep. it's a fi- and, yep. and that's why it's a five year term right. Got actually, it. Got it. and okay. and not a two year, four year term. You right. know, a term that would change politically. It's an odd term, so, right. uh, exactly. So I was looking up the general principles of the OGE, like any good government agency. Instead of having like a goal or two or three, they have fourteen general principles mm-hmm. of uh, ethics in government, and employees uh, shall. Act impartially and not give preferential treatment to any private organization or individual. Right. That's number eight. Here's a good one. Sort of based on the carrier thing. Employees shall not knowingly make unauthorized commitments or promises of any kind purporting to bind the government. So let me let me see if I can cut through the chase here. Right. And get mm-hmm. to the the tweet storm from the president elect yesterday morning about how he was going to have this press conference on the 15th of December. Coincidentally, the first meeting of first day of the Fed meeting where mm-hmm. he's going to talk about leaving his business. Right. Or business operations. Um, what is to be done if he says, you know what, I'm going to let my kids run it. What is to be done about confidence in government and the integrity of the institutions if he says, yes, I got a bazillion dollar empire and my two uh, adult sons and my adult daughter are going to run it? Legally, nothing. Isn't nothing that, is, is to be Isn't done. that just depressing as hell? Um, so, no. <laughs> really? Seriously? <laughs> Here's why. Wow. Because you could the not reason. Be more wrong. Go ahead. Go back to the campaign for a second. Let's let's remember that Donald Trump never released his tax returns. Yep. Uh, was never forced to. Yep. There was no law to do that. That is correct. Um, and yet he hasn't you know, released them. Where are you going with this? And You're making my still, case for me. No, he's sti- no. My point is that because every other president since Nixon yep. uh, had released them, we settled into this idea that every candidate would. Right. Instead of creating any kind of actual statute or law right, or right. guideline saying that they must. I think the same. I think there is there is a silver lining to the cloud of of not uh, knowing what the actual sure. uh, limits okay. of self-dealing okay. and the limit. You get my point. Like, I, so so here's where you're going, right? You're, you're saying Ron Wyden, the, the senator from Oregon, has introduced, introduced a bill that will force presidents to – uh, release their or presidential candidates to and presidential candidates rather to release their tax returns. Right? Is that where you're going with this? And we're well, going no, to get a law out of this. That's the tax return part. Uh-huh. What I think is much more likely is actual ethical legislation, lines, 
uh, of demarcation, right? About what a president uh-huh. can and so, should have. What is self-dealing? What is how? How much can a president okay. own? Are there yep. children? You know what I mean? Yep. Because uh, because yep. who's going to vote against that? Well, let tell me, me who's going to vote just against tell you, that. I, I so wish that we had Schoolhouse Rock queued up here, in which I would cue them <laughs> I to can play. Do it. I'm just a I'm bill, just a bill, just a regular bill, <laughs> on Capitol, Capitol Hill, Hill, right? Right. We all know how a bill becomes a law. Congress can Except pass it 87 zillion to nothing, and the president has to sign it. Yes, there's the override thing, and I get that, right? But, okay. But one has to assume then that you're thinking Donald Trump's going to sign this bill that says, "Yep, got to disclose all this stuff that I've stonewalled on for a year," and you know, here you go, sure. Yeah, Schoolhouse Rock is process; it's not politics. But I'll tell you, if he yeah. decides to veto a bill like this, and we're in, like, speculation land, yeah, but if he decides yep. to uh, to veto a bill like that, he has to make some decisions, yep. some very careful priority decisions about what he wants to be able to do because it would so tarnish his his – I don't know what reputation it would so it would be so uh, blatantly obvious that he was uh, siding for his own family and business interests that I I can't imagine how he deals with the optics of that. That's this is really funny because you are now taking the the um, and I apologize for using this in, in a pejorative okay. way. You are taking the insider position. You are taking yes. the oh God <laughs> well politicians have to do this because they have to because that's the way it's always done, right? That's, uh, yeah. you know, all right. Um, which is which was which was totally proven wrong the yep. entire campaign. And I yep. believe that I think governing is so different. Like once you're president, people just don't see you. You can have all the, as he said, braggadociousness or whatever it was yeah. on the campaign trail. Once you are at the helm, things get different very fast this transition period is going fast and the world will be so different do you fundamentally believe that he will change or moderate his behavior i guess you do no i don't yeah Hmm. i don't I, i actually no i mean donald trump is going to figure out very if he hasn't already very soon that the easiest way to spend political capital and lose it to to let it wash mm-hmm, down the mm-hmm. drain is to act like you're the only person who matters. He has acted like he's the huh. only person that matters in his entire career. Right. But once but but once you're the president of the United States and the commander in chief, you you can't you can't do that. Mm. It, we will piss off Everyone in the world who who he needs, basically. My God, do I want to believe you. But I will bet you five American dollars that before this podcast hits the iTunes feed, he will tweet out something that will put lie to everything you just said. I I will bet you five Canadian dollars. <laughs> which, that... which is like what? <laughs> Two fifty American? 8. I don't know. Yeah, yeah right. right. Yeah. Um, no, I, I I agree with you. He will continue to do this, you know, weird, yeah. capricious Twitter yeah. thing yeah. until he has. Uh, let, let me let me just be yep. conservative. There, there's a caveat take, coming here. Go ahead. Until he has been president for I don't know a week. Mark this tape. We're gonna pull it out on the twenty seventh of January, uh, and we're yes. gonna we're gonna roll this again. For now, though, that's all we got. She is at Radio Babe, uh, at Kai Rizdal is me, at Marketplaces is show. Uh, Bye.